Let him have it, Chris. Let him have it, Chris. Let him have it, Chris. There's a button and a switch for everything. You're listening to Aerial View worldwide on the internet. No tricks now, Chris. What kind of radio show is this? I heard his voice on the tape and it really put the book in my mind. Many, many times. On both the white program and the home It's me, Chris T, here on Friday, September 30th, attempting to back up into my own driveway so I can turn around and get the hell out of here. Uh, This morning, I am heading north to the TW site, TW standing for Tom Waits. It's the 24-hour Tom Waits festival slash party starting tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., running until Sunday, 6 a.m. This uh, party has been moribund for a couple of years. 
We didn't do it in 2020 or 2021 due to the pandemic. And now it's back. And uh, I have been working nonstop on this thing for a couple of months. Every spare moment goes into uh, some aspect of prepping for it, gathering up everything that's needed, transporting it to the site, which is on the banks of the Hudson River, high above the Hudson River. Our headquarters, if you will, is this big pole barn on the property. And in that pole barn, I've installed a... Well, it was one hell of a day. Fucking exhausted. I'll tell you that much. It's me, Chris T., sitting in a 32-foot trailer. Just before 10.30 p.m., Friday, September 30th, the day James Dean died. Tomorrow we have our big 24-hour Tom Waits Festival. And I've been up here since 10.30, so 12 hours ago I got here. Uh, working frantically to try to get everything done that I needed to get done, and I think we're in good shape for tomorrow. Uh, my first order of business was trying to get this PV speaker working. Powered PV speaker, and I, and I couldn't. I couldn't get it working it refused to work for me and that uh, didn't make me happy especially because i spent two and a half three hours on the damn thing and um after that i moved on to other audio work and i was able to do some stuff that is probably uh, nothing short of miraculous including uh, getting the old rotary phone working uh, and now I am relaxing in my trailer, um, trying to decide whether to take a uh, shower this evening or to wait to the morning. Because I'm just worried if I get in the shower now, the hot water will stimulate me and wake me up. And I, I don't want that. So uh, I may just brush my teeth and go off to bed. Feeling like everything is stiffening up. I can feel my back getting stiff and my neck getting stiff. And it's probably best if I uh, climb into bed. Uh, one peculiar thing about this trailer, as opposed to other trailers I've rented, when the heat kicks in, it makes an ungodly racket. Just a whole like jet engine taking off sound it's really something and uh, I'm not sure if it's going to keep me awake or not I'm a little worried that it might but I gotta try to sleep until 5am take a shower, get dressed get out of here good night good morning good morning here we are once again gathered to uh, enjoy each other's company. This is Chris T. over the airwaves of WAIT-FM 102.7 on your FM dial for the next roughly 24 hours. And uh, we'll have lots to tell you about today. But this is the 24-hour Tom Waits Festival. Jockey full of bourbon. Just getting underway. Already one half hour gone. And this is your 6 a.m. hour. Brian and the crew are now down at Tent City trying to rouse everybody with the bugle. I don't mean those corn-based snacks. I mean the dreaded bugle, the actual bugle, that instrument that calls you to reveille and does taps. And God knows what else. Stand by for a special announcement. I'm going to switch over to our mobile unit now, Chip. What does it look like out there to you? All right, well, on the list of things that I have every year that I want to get done, it's to come up with something, like, really meaningful to say at 6 a.m. And it, I never end up writing it because, you know, I have time. And then 
at 6 a.m. I'm like, oh my god, I'm I don't know what to say because I'm barely awake and functioning. But what I do want to say is just how good it is to see all of you and be together. And to me, like this is something I don't forget. Cheers. Also, the whiskey is a really good idea. You, you will see. <laughs> it's good for the aches and pains, you know? <laughs> this is... I have to say, I knew, I knew nothing about that whiskey except it had a horse on it. <laughs> but, but then someone said it's actually good whiskey. Pass the mic around to anybody else who wants to say anything. This is your chance, because it's going to get hectic here. And uh, I can go around the circle if you want and stick this thing in your face. And then you can say, how glad you are to be here. How glad are you on a scale of 1 to 10? 5, like a 5 coming in at a 5? 6. 6, solid 6. Tim? I am very thankful to be here, and I... That's not a number. I know, but it's going to get happier. It's Ten is I'm ecstatic. One is... Uh, okay, I'm just beginning. I'm going to put it at four. All right. It is a horse race, by the way, so numbers count. Buddha? A solid eight and a quarter. Coming in at eight and a quarter. We'll check in with you later, see if it goes up another half. Seven and... Seven and two-thirds. Seven and two-thirds. It's not your hat side. That's right. Maddie? I'm already at ten. MK Ultra starts at 10, by the way. There you go. I'm sorry, I don't know your name. Jess. I'll go nine and a quarter. Nine and a quarter? Wow, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Nine and a quarter? You coming in on a number hot here? Pi. Pi? There's always a nerd in the crowd. And you? Jillian, 100,000. I know who you are. 100,000? Dana? 11. Dana? Is already a fashion victim. It's not even 7 a.m. Look at this. Damn. Mark? Eight and five-eighths. Eight and five-eighths. Wow, everyone's trying to outdo each other. Seven and a seven. What's your name? Dan. Dan, good to have you. Aren't you Dan as well? I'm Randy. Randy. Uh, I would say a seven. I didn't ask how you were feeling. That's your name, Randy? Okay, all right. Brian? Fifteen. Fifteen. Diane? Um, uh... <clears throat> There's been plenty of time. I've asked all these other people. You weren't thinking of a number? Exactly. Uh, I'm going to get back to you. All right. Thanks. DJ Phonograph. All right. We're going back to the music here. Anyone have Triscodiscophobia? We're about to close out our first hour. It's almost 7 a.m. To the music right and, now. Uh, that buzz is intentional, by the way, that hum that you hear. It's supposed to be doing that. Let's just say we're in an RF-rich environment. And there's not much that could be done about it. There. And listen, everybody have a good festival. It's all about pacing. Don't have too much whiskey early. Just saying. You want to make it to like 2 a.m. No, that's not too much. That's just the right amount. Yeah, that's just the right amount. Just pace yourself. And by the way, let's all have a round of applause for Ted. Without him, we wouldn't be gathered like this. The man is insane. I hugged him yesterday. I said, by the way, you're insane. But uh, thanks for doing this. Thank you, Ted. All right, let's interrupt this here number here. And we welcome to the microphone now, Ian. What's your last name, Ian? Uh, Ian Ochinlek Boal. B-O-A-L. B for botulism over orange, A for anthrax, L for lymphoma. That is hardly the military alphabet that I know. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah, that's not the military Shall alphabet. I but that off? No, it's fine. I mean, it's fine. It sounds like white noise in the background. That's wonderful. So uh, what brings you to this party? I've come to see my old friends. I'm a guest of uh, Rokeby, and uh, especially to see... Uh, Ines Chapelle, we're working on a 
uh, a book together. It needs to be finished soon. So what's the what's the book? Can you tell us? Yeah, this little sneak it, it's preview? called The Last Gasp, and it's a history of the Santa Fe Natural Tobacco Company, and we're looking at Big Tobacco's last great scam. Ah, were they the people that made the American Spirit? American Spirit. That's cigarettes? the brand of yes. the, the company, which was founded by. Two hippies in 1982 who met over a macrobiotic sandwich in the plaza in Santa Fe. And they decided to sell cigarettes? Well, they decided to romance the red man and to sell what they called natural organic cigarettes with no additives. Hmm. That's, that's, in other words, they're riding the food movement. Many people sell cigarettes and they don't even, they're not even like fleas on a rhino's backside. Big Tobacco didn't even notice them. They started in a basement in Santa Fe with a Cuisinart, and now uh, American Spirit is the last great uh, global cigarette. Its, it's sales it's are going like this. Brand or no, no, they, the two founders were thrown under uh, the bus after 36 months. Was it a hippie bus? It, <laughs> yeah. Any chance? They were, they were uh, thrown over by early investors who knew that this brand was going to take off. They started advertising in Rolling Stone and other countercultural weeklies. And they knew that their audience was the, uh, the readers, the addicted nicotinic addicts who were reading Rolling Stone, the Berkeley Bar, the Boston Phoenix, etc., etc. Many of our listeners here will know those kind of people. And, they, and these people thought, as long as I'm smoking, let me smoke the most natural, organic, cancer-causing substance that I possibly right. can. The founders, mm-hmm. we think, we're not sure, there's only one left. One of them committed suicide later, we don't know. But This story su- just gets better and the, better. The surviving founder still believes that it's the additives that kill you, Rachel Carson style. Really? Uh, wow. In the okay. mid-90s, there was a list of 499 additives. It was kind of horrifying. And but arsenic is among but them. But actually, right? it's the smoke that kills you. It's the nicotine that addicts you. It's a bit like this. Okay, so it's safer. My son's a nicotine addict in that sense, and he smokes American Spirit. Not because he d- doesn't know it's a scam. But let's say you've got two pits, pit A, pit B. In pit A, there's, it's full of uh, vipers. Pit B is full of vipers and a rattlesnake. So what are you going to jump into? I'm going to go with Pit A. It seems like <laughs> yeah, slightly, slightly less. You're contrarian. Chris. Yes. Well, no, wait a minute. Wouldn't you, you said this Pit B had vipers and what else in it? And a rattlesnake? One rattlesnake. Oh, okay. But no Pit, vipers. No, full of vipers it's, also. They're oh. both full of vipers, but one has a, a rattlesnake in as well. And I gave the wrong answer. I thought it would be the one without the rattlesnake. No? <laughs> yeah. No? Is that the wrong answer? I guess it's the wrong answer. Anyway, let's, let's move on. From neither the- of them are good options. We want neither A nor B, no. frankly. No, um, it's, it's they're both bad options. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So uh, moving on from American Spirit, yes. you, you have a radio background as well? We were I do. last yeah. night. And- I, I made crystal sets as a boy. I was okay. sent away. I'm a, a child of privilege. I come from Ireland, a family of horse breeders and farmers and strong farmers as we say I was sent a Protestant I was sent away to what they call the mainland mm-hmm. at the age of six for cold baths buggery and the lash mm-hmm. to run an empire they didn't tell me was over I broke bad as a teenager but when sent away to these boarding schools I fell in love with two artifacts one was the radio in the form of crystal set which mm-hmm. brought the world into me like yeah. Radio Caroline as we talked about last right, night right and and the bicycle, which took me out into the world from this essentially asylum. It's like a kind of cuckoo's nest thing. It's yeah. an asylum. It's a castle situation. Beautiful old manor house. I, I had organic food because the, the garden was no pesticides, you know. This beautiful estate here at Rogerby reminds me of those kinds of... This, for me, is the ideal. This is, but with less, fact, with less buggery, hopefully. Less, well, yeah, less buggery. Okay. Remember, the the people who taught me thought themselves to be Athenian gentlemen who were introducing me to the world of literature, culture. And I I was not abused by the man who 
he was only 22 probably. Mm-hmm. He was my sports games master. Mm-hmm. But um, it was abuse. I mean, mm. I, I was sent away into the care of strangers who not only didn't care for me, but abused me. I was beaten, of course, or we mm. all were. Yeah. And if you look at the people, that, the Tory party now, I recognize the Johnsons, this kind of carapace of toxic masculinity. Mm. Very defensive. Yeah. Because yeah. the worst thing you could be, you learned, uh, I'm sure Ricky would back me up. The thing you learned at seven was, I must not be a girl. Right. So even though masculinity is dominant, it's also very uh, fragile. Mm. It's very defensive. And um, insecure. Insecure, and I've been trying to get over this. I'm mm-hmm. still, you know, and a lot of people my age start to break down and have flashbacks. Um, I mean, not necessarily because of buggery, but just the, the trauma of being sent away into the care of strangers. Yeah. By parents who, who pay for it. It's not like the Native Americans of Australia or Canada or here. Yeah. The boarding schools. I mean, that's a forced... Right. You know... How they to, took the uh, Aboriginal people and... Exactly. Forced them to... To turn them Christians. into Jeffersonian yeah. individuals. Yes. So the tribalism was... Uh, yeah, so I'm still kind of working through that, Chris. And were you ever on the radio as a broadcaster yourself? Yes, I was. I okay. later, when I moved, uh, what was your shtick? Did you do my shtick was talk I, radio I, chat? I, chat I show? was I was a ham radio okay guy when I was young. I had an uncle, my father's best friend, who taught me about shortwave radio, mm. and it was thrilled to be connected. Because you bounce off the ionosphere. Yes. It's not line of sight like we are here, more or less. I know there are exceptions with the abyss effect and so on. So to be in touch directly mm-hmm. with people around the world. It's quite And thrilling. because my mother's family were in ships, my mother's family were owned trawlers in Scotland. Mm-hmm. I loved that, the use of the electromagnetic spectrum, electromagnetic spectrum for you know, fire in emergency mm-hmm. and ship to ship to shore, ship to ship. Uh, I, I I had a tremendous time. I, dr- I went on a, a sugar boat from London to Trinidad once and I spent all night for about a week with the Sparks. He was a Scottish radio guy just sitting there in the dark surrounded with the apparatus. Mm like this I just feel very good about it and then I became a producer um, at Pacifica Radio the headquarters in Berkeley Mm. KPFA which was founded by conscientious objectors precisely on the grounds that they wanted like we're having what you might call radical dialogics Mm -hmm. it's this could be a complete flop it could it could it's like jazz it could work it might not work not to be confused with Dianetics Let's not make that confusion. One of the things they tried, they would try to get on the Dianeticians <laughs> to have a, let them speak. All right. In other words, get them to the microphone as well. Yeah. And treat the audience as grown-ups, right? Sure. I believe in letting people so hang in So Cap Weinberger room. was on Pacifica. You mm. can't believe that now, but he yeah. had a program and he would shoot himself in the foot. Or not. You yeah. might agree with him, you know. The, the Great woman, name for a show, by the way. Shoot Yourself in the, in foot, the foot show. Yes, I like that. Elsa Knight Thompson, who came from the BBC, and, sh- and she was, uh, ran the news department when they had one. They, be- they began without a news department. They said, the anarcho-syndicalists who founded it, said, we don't have news because that's just kind of, as it were, a left symptomatic of the problem. Mm-hmm. The news is a confection. It's kind of crap. What Elsa Knight Thompson said, and she was... A, she was a kind of a, a liberal, mm-hmm. but she said, I think very profoundly, she said, under the current regime of things, the truth is just left of center, speaking to the radicals who wanted sort of agitprop, mm-hmm. you know, maybe Stalinist agitprop. Mm. And she said, look, be accurate. As a historian of science, I've tried to be a, a modest witness to history and the truth. Let it take it, take it where, go where it takes you. Yes. Right? The truth shall set us free. Shall set That's us free. That's what I heard. Um, <laughs> so I, I was very upset when 
um, they commodified the the subcarrier frequencies uh, under Reagan. So the neoliberalization of the airways was a disaster, and it's been the only worse thing than Pacifica going under was for it to survive in the form that it has, which is a disaster. The commodification of the airwaves has meant that it's, the money is so huge. Suddenly, uh, we had 59,000 watts. We still do. It's a at lot the of top, wattage. At the top of the hill mm. at Berkeley, those of you listening who've been to the West Coast, it's a bloody great mast with the earprint all over California. Plus, mm. we have four, four other stations. BAI in New York here at the top of the Empire State Building. Oh, yeah. WBAI. And that suddenly became worth in total. Millions upon millions oh, of dollars. Tens of millions. Hundreds yes. of millions. The Christians were always trying to get hold of it, shut us down because we're swearing too much. And there was a kind of gag rule that we couldn't, there were the words we couldn't say, like George right. Carlin. Yes. All that. And so people had to gag themselves. Now, we don't have to gag ourselves here because we're not getting much beyond Red Hook, as I no, understand it. Yeah, this That's is fine. completely unauthorized. So. And because there's no ratings at Pacifica in the early days, it could be just one intelligent voice talking to one intelligent receiver, and that was enough for the founders. Yeah. For me, I would almost cry when I say that. I mean, that is so profound, right? And, mm -hmm. and that's what they bring to the microphone. The can, candid voices, not selling dog food, and, and not with no interest, often volunteers, mostly yeah. volunteers. Yeah. So I'm so delighted. I'm glad you can this. drop in for a bit. Ian Boyle has been our guest Thanks. here for a few minutes. Where are you off to next? I'm going down this afternoon to speak at the memorial service of an old Woodstock resident. Oh, really? Peter Lamborn Wilson. Okay. A.K.A. Hakim Bey. He died in harness a few weeks ago. Mm. Uh, he was in his 80s. His, his name will live indelibly as the founder of the idea of the Temporary Autonomous Zone, the TAS, mm. which has inspired all those who were enemies of capital and empire um, all over the world. Okay. And uh, a wonderful man. And will you get up and speak and I say will, a few words? I will, at the memorial okay. service. There'll be about 60 of us. We're meeting at the Theosophical Society on East 53rd. And I'm, I'm sorry that I know we're closing now here, but I have to actually leave this wonderful party mm. at 11 to go down. And It'll still be going when you come back, though. That's the best part. Well, I'd, if you manage I, to I will come back, back to Rogerville. see a whole different party. I, one, of, one of the things that's lovely here is that through uh, Ines and my, my dear friend Abby, who's a, a cousin to the master of things at the estate here. Uh, you know, I feel at home here. Okay. Return now to some uh, Tom Waits music and a reminder that uh, it's coming up on 10.30. That means we've made it through four and a half hours of the festival, and there's a lot more to come. If you want to drop by the station, WAITFM, I'd love to talk to you on air for just a bit. A little later on, we'll have some Tom Waits karaoke as well. And uh, you congratulate yourselves. You've made it past 11. It's coming up on noon. And uh, that means there's some cake decorating going on. Let's see if I can find Ted. And uh, he can tell us himself wherever he is. With his megaphone. Ah, he's long gone. Long gone. He's real gone. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, that means that uh, Arts and Crafts Hour has begun. And there is cake decorating going on under the tent in the barnyard. Just look for people who are decorating cakes. You can't go wrong. Now, uh, don't forget, this is a contest, so we want to see your best cake decorating. If you've never decorated a cake before, don't panic. There's really nothing to it. Why, I myself served a few years as a baker. 
And uh, I couldn't take the hours. That's, that's why it never became a career for me. But maybe this will spur you on to a career in baked goods. Who knows? And you could blame us when you're waking up at 4 a.m. in the morning. Eighteen hours until six a.m. So hopefully you are pacing yourself. This is uh, TW twenty twenty two. We haven't been here since twenty nineteen, so we're getting to see some uh, familiar faces and some folks we haven't met yet, friends we haven't made yet. Down here at Rokeby, and uh, there's much, much more to come. But I've been told by the folks from. Hudson Valley Barbecue, that lunch is about five minutes away. How does that make you feel? So uh, very shortly, we will have something for you to eat. Uh, The telephone booth is still available and still working. If you want to step inside and call the number written on the phone and leave a message, we can play it back here on the air. Or if I'm around, I'll actually pick up and we'll speak. Let's see if we had anybody call in. Hello there, this is T.W. calling from Rosby Farm. Please put down Why the highball. It sounds like that. See, there you go. Well, we got a lot more ahead. And again, this is a, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Chris T, getting you caught up on uh, what's going on. It's just turning 1 p.m., so we are seven hours into this. And by the way, hot potato cannon action going to be happening in Tent City momentarily. If you can get your way to Tent City, where there are two potato cannons for every guy, we'll see you up there. Folks, I'm breaking in to make yet another announcement. I've just heard that there is uh, trash boat racing materials in the arts and crafts area under the tent just past the kitchen. So if you find the kitchen and keep walking, you'll find the tent. I also was just informed that the folks from GA, Guttenberg Arts, are a few minutes away from being able to print T-shirts in four different designs. We brought two colors, not so safe orange and gray, and you can also print your own shirt if you like. So stop by there, build a trash boat and race it, or print a t-shirt. You are warned to stand by for an important announcement. This is news of the gravest national consequence. It's just after 4 p.m. here at uh, TW 2022. This is WAIT coming to you out of the barn. We just put up a sign-up sheet for Tom Waits Karaoke. These are actual backing tracks with lyrics on screen, in case you don't know the words. First come, first serve. Sign up for a track and do some karaoke. That'll begin sometime around 6 o'clock in the dinner hour. There is dinner coming, so don't, uh, don't freak out. There will be more food here at TW 2022. And then... The Hungry March Band will come through at some point as well. In the gloaming, DJ Phonograph Mac will be here with some vintage actual... What are they, Mac? Are they... What brand are they? Are they Victor machines? What are they? Victor and a Columbia. So come on out to the barn and stare at the records as they go around at 78 RPM. You spill out over the side to anyone who will listen. The Hungry March Band is here from uh, Brooklyn, NYC, and other boroughs of New York. And I'm sure some of them are from New Jersey and all over. But they are here every year, and they really do a beautiful job leading folks to God knows where. I'm not sure where they're going, but if you head down the driveway away from the barn, I'm sure you will find them. And at some point... They're going to circle back here to the barn. And then right after that, we got DJ Phonograph Mac with a Columbia and a Victor vintage phonograph that I'm sure he restored himself and are in actual working condition. So we'll be here. Follow the Hungry March Man here. 
Now, friends, I uh, I can't see them, but I can hear them. The Hungry March Band, I believe, is approaching the barn where they will uh, gather here and make a joyful noise. And right after that, DJ Phonograph Mac is going to do a demonstration of some antique phonographs for you. So please join us here for that. And then there's a lot more ahead. We haven't even gotten to the halfway point quite yet. Just one hour shy. So 11 hours have gone by since 6 a.m. Coming up a little later is uh, the ukulele event. Be my ukulele baby. We're going to gather and learn a song together, and everyone's going to play the ukulele as one. And then it's Step Right Up time. Hollywood Squares, Rokeby-style, TW Squares, as we're calling it. And uh, that ought to be lots of laughs, especially when the structure that was built to emulate the Hollywood Squares set collapses. No, I was assured that this is the best $600 worth of carpentry you've ever seen. And then we move on into the evening, 2 to Tango at 9.30. There will be a tango demonstration here. The Martini Hour at 10 p.m. And then a bit of a dance party will break out here in the barn with uh, myself and DJ Mac handling the duties. Yes, that's right. I said the duties. Folks, uh, we're almost halfway through the day. It's pretty amazing that we're uh, just about 12 hours into TW 2022, where old friends are meeting once more and new friends are being made. And soon we'll have some dinner for you. Also, Tom Waits karaoke with actual tracks. The vocals have been removed so that you can sing along and the lyrics will be on screen at 7 p.m. Ukulele action. Don't ask me where. I don't know where it's happening, but we'll find out together. And then at uh, 8 p.m., TW Squares will take place on that set. Uh, I think I have the carpenter here with me. Mark, did you build that thing? Can you just tell us a little bit about uh, right here into this mic, though, because otherwise we're not going to hear you talking to that. And raise the stand if you have to. You can grab that grip and raise the stand. You see that grip right there? Yes. Yeah, okay. Specifically so it wouldn't fall down. You built it so it wouldn't fall down. Yeah. All right. Thank you. I mean, ordinarily, the directive might be make it fall down. Yeah. No, maybe next year. You know, like a Buster Keaton movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, Wow, that was an old reference. Well, thank you for doing that because I'm not sitting in that thing. It was a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> ah, that's uh, our carpenter, Mark Brown, one of our carpenters. It, it, it takes a village to pull a party of this size off. And if you haven't yet, please make a donation in the black box next to the working vintage Western Electric rotary payphone where you don't have to pay. Step in the booth and call the number written on that sheet of paper on the phone and leave a message and we'll play it on the air here on WAIT-FM 102.7 and if you haven't gotten a t-shirt if you missed out on the t-shirt printing come by here I'll take your name and size and color and we'll make you a t-shirt and get it to you somehow so you haven't lost out entirely I also have a couple of t-shirts up here the brand new design for this year and then 2019's design which is two-sided and the front is glow-in-the-dark ink there's an apparition in the barn I, I don't know what's going on here it's a it's frightening me a bit uh, I don't know what to make of this. This is something you have to see to believe.
phone booth at a uh, Tom Waits 24-hour party, and uh, the light stays on on this phone booth all the time. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Plus, I'm exhausted. husband and I was gloomy and like I had to prepare the papers myself and then I thought it was easy but then I didn't do something right and I had to it was a whatever it was a big ordeal or annoying not the end of the world in terms of how things could be it wasn't a war or anything but anyway I was very sad and gloomy and then I had to go over and deliver the papers um and kind of take care of it, even though I wasn't the one who had wanted this thing in the first place. But so anyway, then and my car was on empty, so I trudged out of school and went to the went got my car and went to the gas station that was around the corner and went to you know I made it to the gas station, which was good. It was a little dicey with the low level of gasoline, and then I put the um, the thing in the nozzle. I mean, you know what I mean, the gas pump in the in the thing, and I was just kind of lost in thought, staring at it. But then sometimes I'm not very good at parking, and I'm sort of lazy, so I stretched. I parked too far away from the gas pump, and the, the um, uh, you know, gas thing that Jiggy was on a, one of those bouncy rubber flexible hoses. And it was stretched to the max to reach my the tank of my car, but then it it suddenly popped out, and the gas was spurting, and then it bounced up and down on the asphalt, on that little springy hose, and then I was just watching it, thinking it probably wasn't a good thing because the gas was still spurting out of the hose, and then sure enough, the metal made a spark, and then uh, it turns out that fire lights very when there's a spark in a gas, it lights up very quickly, and it was a huge, like, suddenly it was a huge splash of fire everywhere. Splash isn't the right word, but I can't think of the right word. But anyway, there was a lot of fire, and I was, couldn't, uh, I couldn't see, I, I just sort of, so, I don't know, I just kept thinking, oh, I couldn't really move, even though everyone else around me was like, oh my god, it's a fire! And they all went running into the gas station, and then I was just so despondent or tired that I, and I'm usually pretty fearful. Uh, so anyway, there, a, a little spark at a, on top of a gasoline makes a lot of fire, and then all the other people at the gas station, like, kind of put their heads on their hands and like hold on and they all ran all the other people pumping gas and walking around like ran into the store which doesn't seem the best place to be if the gas station's going to blow up but anyway they all ran into the gas station store and then um thankfully there was a 
a homeless person or unhoused person as is, uh, well, I guess I don't really know that he was unhoused. That's neither here nor there. He could, he, anyway, he was um, washing windows, panhandling, and he had a big thing. A, a, he was he thought fast and grabbed the uh, window washer fluid from the little buckets they have there or the stands, and he tossed it on the fire and put it out. And it was, then I just walked, went into the station and I did tell the per, the attendant, like, I just set the gas pump on fire and like, what, what do you want me to do? And then he sort of went out and looked at it and then shrugged his shoulders and seemed overwhelmed and said, well, I guess just like drive over to the other gas pump. And, and then in the mean, so I filled up and then in the meantime, there were a bunch of big fire trucks like, racing and barreling with their sirens onto the gas station and as they were pulling in I just got to drive away and um anyway uh that's what happens sometimes so just be careful don't park too far away from the don't park your car too far away from the the gas pump I reckon Taxis in the desert. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. And for those of you who perhaps may have seen a little film called The Bridges of Tokosan. Oh. Yeah. Jack and the beautiful Grace Kelly. Well, tonight, you're lucky. Because tonight, we bring Toko-san right here to Encino. That's right, that's right. Thank you, thank you. On your feet now, follow me to the eighth hole. Here we go. Would you mind to play Grace? Jack, I don't know how to ride a motorcycle. Just have to hold on tight. Let's ride. That's my rainbow, rainbow <laughs> rides. Fire up those hearts! Now! Hold on, people, single file! Single file! There we go. Okay, drive along the ridge, drive along the ridge. Thank you, good people. Andale! Okay, Armand, will you handle that crowd for me? I need some more flame! More flame! God. It's a great night for a jump.
have some quiet on the set? Roll sound. Roll camera A. Roll camera B. Mark it! Action, Jack. Do you even remember what my real name is? I'm back. It took a little break to go get uh, cleaned up a bit and changed for the rest of the evening. In case you were wondering, yes, we are past the halfway point. We're on the downhill side of TW2022. It's all downhill from here, sometimes literally. Be careful walking around in the dark out there. It can be treacherous and it can be slippery, so we don't want anybody to fall. Just as you uh, continue to imbibe, just be mindful. Bring a little flashlight with you and maybe not the one that's on your phone. That's a bad flashlight. It's me, Chris T, here on WAIT-FM 102.7. And I'm trying to bring you some sound of the Hungry March Band out in our barnyard right now. See if I turn this mic up, what happens. I'm going to try to go do some live reporting from the barnyard, bring you some of the sound that's out there. I am headed out to the barnyard right now where the Hungry March Band is performing. Stick a microphone in front of them. All right, they may have just wrapped up actually. Let me get back and turn up the music. And God knows what's happening next here. The schedule's all kablooey, but uh, there should be TW Squares at 8 p.m. out in the barnyard. I am the... Oh, wait, it, they started playing again as soon as I left. Is that... Should I take that personally? I don't know. I walked away and they started up again. Friends, I'm so glad you're here tonight. All right, you can hear it there. There, you hear it. You hear it. Hungry March Band, distant mic.
All right, can you put it back where it was, which was over there in that corner? I know. 